0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Monday, or let's call it Mind Over Matter Monday. Dog days of summer got you down. I got what you need to turn that frown upside down. It's your boy OG, if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for Talking in Layman's Terms. That being said, we gotta get straight to the sauce. Lines have been crossed, narratives lost. Who really wants to be the boss? A lot of shenanigans going on, let's wade through. It's Mind Over Matter Monday. It's your boy. I'm back. Let's go. All right. Let's jump in with Monday's Quick Hits. Today we're going to focus primarily on this NBA and what's going on. But I'm going to run down what happened in sports last week. Of course, I didn't uh, come on the last couple of days. Mother Nature had a little problem with Texas. And we had a kind of a tropical storm. Cut up trees, left trees all over my neighborhood. So we're getting back on track here. We're going to start off with the draft. Victor Wembanyama went first to the Spurs. We'll talk about him later in the draft. He's not the savior. He's the project. They just don't want to tell y'all. Bradley Beal to Phoenix and Chris Paul to Golden State. Wasn't good for either team. There's got to be more trades to come. We'll talk about that later also. Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies. And the Celtics get Porzingis. While the Wizards get Jordan Poole and Tyrus Jones. Good for the Grizzlies. Good for the Celtics also. Although I hated to see Marcus go. Because he's actually the guy on that team that never quit. Porzingis is going to be a guy. He might become a star in Boston. Because Casper doesn't seem to want to show up for those games. And Jordan Poole's probably going to put up numbers. And be an all-star now with the Wizards. Because they are in rebuilding mode. Moving on. Draymond Green declines his $27 million option. And they keep putting Draymond like he's up there with Steph, KD, those guys. He is not. Draymond is a glorified role player. He means a lot to the Golden State Warriors. Now, if he goes to... Sacramento, or maybe even the Grizzlies, he might have a similar effect. Effect, but where else can he go and do what he does on uh, the the Warriors? You see him and Jordan Poole. The young, the youngsters are not relating to him. He punched Jordan Poole in the face. He turned down a 27 mil. Draymond has a inflated, inflated image of himself, and he needs to come down off of that. Somebody might pay him. I wouldn't. He is not the second best. Person on that Warriors team. That would go to Mr. Wiggins. And people say, why not Clay
1: Clay, mm-hmm. Clay mm-hmm. keeps
0: him in games also. But Wiggins gives them what Kevin Durant gives them. When the threes stop falling, you need that guy, that mid-range range guy, who can kill him from the mid-range and also take it to the rack, a la Andrew Wiggins. So Draymond is not the second most important person on that team. Somebody wants to give him $30 million, go right ahead. But it's over. It's over for the Golden State Warriors. It's all over but the crime. Chris Middleton, worse than Draymond. He he opted out of a $40 million deal, but he needs an extension. I'm sure he'll take a long, a long, a longer deal, other than the 40 mil for one year. Because he's been hurt these last two years. And we're going to see how it's going to go. Now his medical staff knows him better than anybody. So I'm so, sure he's worth it. But if he's not healthy, you better take the forty and run. We'll see how that plays out. Lou Williams retires. Sweet Lou, three-time six-man of the year. He retires after 18-year career. Gonna miss miss Lou, 45th pick in the 2005 draft. 18 years straight from high school. One of the best to ever do it. Oh, I hope I wish you well in your future endeavors, Lou. Gonna miss him. Moving on to college, Coach Huggins at West Virginia resigns after a DUI. Now, Bob, Bob Huggins got in trouble for uh, some insensitive comments like a month or so ago. So, the DUI was the last draw. So, he stepped down. <clears throat> Bob, Bob, the good old days are gone. You know, he's a Bobby Knight descendant. The good old days are gone, and so are you. Best uh, They make a uh, hit. Assistant head coach, uh, Josh Allert, is the new interim coach. So we're going to see how that goes. UConn coach Hurley gets a new contract. Win a national championship. We'll do that for you. Good luck to him. And then we have former LSU coach, Will Wade. He'll be suspended for the first 10 games of his new tenure at McNeese State. Let me tell you something. This guy should never coach again. This guy was caught on a wire with the FBI, robbing players and coaches, but he gets a 10-game suspension. They had to uh, do a due cause on why he should coach again. He should have he got the death penalty. He's on an FBI wire. You got a 10-game suspension. Give me a break. Okay. And also, speaking of suspension, my man, Penny Hardaway, suspended three games for rules violations well look when penny does violations it's pretty much violations that everybody does but Penny's buying groceries for kids helping kids their families get homes whatever i can live with that he's not taking money he's not paying kids but like i said everybody doing it but they want to make sure they catch him good luck penny and also, the NCAA wants to stop testing for pot, cannabis, the sticky icky. Why? Because all the kids do it. Yeah, I don't know who came up with that brainstorm. A little too late for that, but hey, it's a thought. In the WNBA, the Mercury Fire coach, Vanessa Nygaard, after starting 2-10. and 10. It's, let me tell you something, it's not the coach. It's Jennifer Tarazzi. It's time for her to go. Her one-on-five act is old and so is she. She need to retire. They look terrible. Moving on to uh, Connecticut Suns for what Alyssa Thomas uh, she sets the NBA record for triple doubles with a fourth. Congratulations to her. Then we got Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart named all-star captains. Uh, also, Aaliyah Boston and Brittany Griner are all-stars. So, Good luck to them. In the college uh, men's college football, we tell I told you last week Ray Lewis' son he died. They said he died of an accidental overdose. <sighs> Help me figure this out. What's an accidental overdose? If you're taking stuff you're not supposed to be taking, I guess you're supposed to know how much you're supposed to take, or if you overdo it or whatever. These kids need to. He, I don't know the young man. His father's a Hall of Famer. He's been in his life. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know why kids are taking drugs like they're taking drugs. But I'm sorry the uh, young man lost his life. Condolences to him and the family. But this needs to stop. Moving on. Coach Prime had successful uh, foot surgery. No amputation. No amputation. So uh, everything came out well. He's still got blood clots. But they're working it out. But he, his foot does not have to be amputated. So kudos to him and the Sanders family. And finally, in uh, college football, UFC coach Trent Dilfer says he's calling out coaches who are poaching players. Good luck with that. Uh, go ahead and call out Nick Saban. I want to see how that works out for you. It's the game now, Trent. You're going to have to overdap and come. Overcome and adapt. That's just the game now. That's just the game. You calling out coaches is not going to make any difference, especially for your program, because they're going to call you the guy that talked. So like I said, good luck with that. In the NFL, the Buffalo Bills extend the contracts of the head coach, Sean McDermott, and the GM, Beam through 2027. I don't know what good that's going to do. Josh Allen is not the guy. They just don't want to say it the commander's sale hopes to be finalized by july the 20th how long does it take to finalize the deal come on who's dragging their feet on this deal this should have been done they're holding the uh the franchise hostage get this done sign those papers let's go okay moving on to tennis world number one carlos alcaraz regains his number one ranking after uh, winning the grass court tournament The Queens Club tournament he won this weekend after falling to Novak Djokovic in the French opening. He is now back at number one. We're going to go throwback here. Venus Williams last week. Venus is sitting at ranked at 697 in the world. I mean, tennis is more like a hobby tour now. But she knocked off number 48 last week. It's not retired. Like I said, it's more of a hobby tour. But don't ever, 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 ever. Sleep on one of the Williams sisters. Good luck, Venus. Moving on to golf. Uh, last week, Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open. Sorry, I couldn't bring that to you. His first major uh, after holding off Rory McIlroy. Congrats to him. Although it be a weak lake, still congrats to him. The PGA and the Live merger still raising eyebrows. Tom Watson Watson questioned the merger. My thing is. I mean, it is what it is. It's going to be about money and power in a little while. Still no word from Tiger. Until Tiger talks, it really doesn't matter to me. Tiger hasn't said anything, and he hasn't played in any tournaments. So I'm guessing the merger's is not sitting well with him. And until he gets some clarity, I don't think he will play. It doesn't matter who else is playing. He's still the biggest draw in golf. Until it sits right with him, Golf is not going to be good. Moving on. Boxing. We're going to start with the quote. The great Clarissa Shields. Who says. She should be. The face of boxing. And some years back. Maybe she, she could have said that. But now unless she gets. more Better challengers. She's not dominating women's. Boxing like she used to. I mean she's still getting people out of there. But she doesn't overwhelm them like she used to. I mean, now she's more into the sweet sign. She's more into the boxing. Clarissa's a fighter. fighter and a boxer are two different things. She can box, but she's more of a fighter. Her style, She just used to overwhelm people. Uh, You know, the punches, the accuracy. She's lost that a little bit. But she's still getting them out of there. Until somebody steps up and challenges her for real. Sorry, Clarissa. You won't be the face of boxing. You're undisputed. We got Undisputed Cats on the men's side that can't even get in the top 10 in the rankings. So, with all due respect, sorry, sweetheart, not yet. Moving on, Golden Boy and this Ryan Garcia whole fiasco. Uh, Ryan Garcia sued Golden Boy for all the things that happened after his fight with Tank Davis. They didn't show up to a press conference. They, They basically showed him no love. They abandoned him. Golden Boys now suing them back. Saying that everything that transpired was stuff that he wanted, they were just placating to him. But Ryan says otherwise, in all actuality, they both need to just let it go. Just let it go. You know why? Cause nobody cares. Ryan, you got out there and you showed us what we thought you were. Oscar knew what you were, but he wanted to make the money, so he put you out of there. Let it go. Let it go. Moving on. Canelo Alvarez signs with PBC, was got everybody in an uproar. He set to fight Jamel Charlo. Now Charlo has been inactive for almost a year and a half. Doesn't really matter, because even if he was active, he was getting beat up. Canelo's gonna go ahead and retire Charlo, because by fight time, Canelo's gonna be about 175. Jamel's probably going to see about well 155, 160 maybe. It's not going to be a fair fight. I don't know why Charlo thinks he's a master. But he's not. He's a fighter. Canelo's a fighter. And if he stands in front of Canelo, this is not going eight. He's going to beat him up and get him out of there. It's good luck with that. Pergoyas beat Zarilla at 140. Lackluster performance by Pergoyas, who I really think has a lot of potential. But he let me down in that fight. But even though it was a lackluster performance, he still got the eye of Undisputed Champion, at lightweight Devin, the Dream Haney. Why? I don't know why Devin wants to play these games. Devin, just call out, Bob Evans doesn't want you to fight Tank for some reason. You're the champ. You're the Undisputed Champ. Demand it. You and Tank need to get it on. You need to get it on. Point blank period. Help boxing out a little. These guys got to stop thinking. All of them need to stop thinking they're going to be Floyd. They're gonna be fifty and zero. Take it back to the old days. Somebody gotta lose. So if you lose Tank, you gonna retire from boxing. If you lose Shakur, you gonna retire from boxing. I don't think so. Let's get it on. In baseball, my man George Springer, formerly of the Astros, now with Toronto, hit his leadoff fifty-fifth home run, puts him in second place all time behind the <clears throat> excuse me the great Ricky Henderson. Who hit 81 in his career. So congratulations to him. That's enough for quick hits. Step off into this NBA draft. Which was sad to me. Because half of these guys, more than half of these guys, going to end up in the G League somewhere. The only three guys that probably you're going to see on day one is the top three picks. Like I said, Victor Wimayama went number one for the Spurs. Created a lot of buzz But he's a project I mean he's a project Anybody who doesn't think he's a project First how is he going to be the best Prospect since LeBron James But he needs three years to be What you said he's going to be LeBron came right in for as much as LeBron gets talked about He's lived up to the hype At every level I have no problem with that Victor is not going to be LeBron That first couple of years You will see Brandon Miller went second to Charlotte. And the first thing out of his mouth is, hey, I expect to see us in the championship next year. He's going to find out. This is not college. This is not college. This is not Alabama. And you might not even start if uh, Bridges comes back into play. So good luck with that. Number three, Scoot Henderson. the Probably the most ready-to-play right now guy. They're sending him out to Portland. Uh, I don't know how him and the Dame thing is gonna work. I think, you know, it's the beginning of the end for Dame, because uh, if I, like if they had a uh, traded the pick on draft night, I might would thought Dame was staying there. But now it's tip for tap of him in the front office. Dame wants to stay. They say they want him to stay. Who knows? But Scoop is gonna be an asset to him. He's ready to play right now. At four, we had Amon Thompson, the point guard going to the Rockets. They needed him. The Rockets got a good young core. We can see if uh, Ume can get these guys together. Then his brother went at number five. Ashur Thompson, shoot guard, he went to Detroit. He'll be buried on the bench. He's got a lot of guys to get by, and he won't get, them, get by him in his rookie year. So I'm guessing they're going to designate him to the G League. At number five, we had Anthony Black. Going to a, a, Orlando. He's a streak shooter. He'll also be on the bench or designated to the G League. Uh, Orlando's young and they're deep. Young and deep. At seven, we have Bilal Kobale. Went to the Pacers. He's going to the G League. The Pacers don't know what they have. Number eight, we had uh, DeRace Walker. Went to the Wizards. This kid can play. He, he might be the f- fourth guy that, that might. Be on the bench when the season starts. He can play. Let's see how he pans out in some league. At number nine, we got Taylor Hendricks. He went to Utah. He's going to the G League, point blank, period. At the number 10, we got Cason Wallace. Went to Dallas. He's going to the G League. Depending on if they can sign Kyrie or not. Even if they don't sign Kyrie, he's not ready. He's going to the G League. All right. Now, my soap, it's my soapbox session. Let me get this stuff off my chest about the NBA. Now, basketball as we know it, the old school cats like myself, I'm telling my age, but still. Basketball as we know it is dead. And we're going to start from the ground up with the high schools. The high school coaches, they don't these kids are devoid of fundamentals. The, play, the good players go to prep schools where they play inferior competition because stars they become stars with egos when they really not. They playing these little prep schools guys five two they're dunking on them and all of a sudden they're the greatest thing in the world. Then you got AAU, AAU is killing the sport. It's not about the kids in AAU. It's about shoe contracts. It's about rankings. These kids. Make them. They make, make these, They make these. They tell these kids they're making them good, and there's something that they're not. Nobody wants to be honest as long as the shoe deal money is rolling in and the money from these ter- tournaments, these travel tournaments. You got parents. If you have a kid that's good in any way, yeah, it's good to let them play AAU for like one year. But you got to look at where the money's going. You got to look at what they're doing with them. They don't teach them anything. Kyrie Irving was not ranked. When he was in high school. Now how crazy is that? Kyrie went to one tournament. One. When he was in high school. He walked away with the MVP trophy. He was unranked. According to these great basketball minds. That lets you know. All you need to know right there. The best players. Do not go to college. It's either the G League or overseas. They want to get paid. Now. Let me just ponder this: the number one player in college, the number one player was a junior, withdrew from the draft. When has the number one player in the country ever did that? He's good. You the player of the year in college. He's good enough to go to the league. He went back to school. And I ask you again: when has that ever happened? The system broke. Adam Silver does not care about the game. David Stern cared about the game. As much as people, you know, didn't like him for whatever reason, Adam Silver just wants to make money. You kids don't see it coming. It's globalization of the game, just like baseball. They are trying to phase the brothers out. Pay attention. Go look at NBA rosters. They're being taken over by Euro, Euros. They, it's, they're easier to deal with. They're easier to deal with in the workforce. And when the season's over, they go home. They don't stay here, cause all kind of havoc on social media. They go home. They go home. The pros right now, you might as well call it an open run lead. You might as well just go to 15, like at the park. Because that's basically what it is. The only good thing... And I'm not I'm not hating on Denver. The only good thing about Denver winning the championship, as I said before, that was old school. That was old school basketball pick and roll, and Miami couldn't stop it. And what blows my mind is both teams at some point in the uh, in the games they play, both play zones. They play zones. Yes, zone is a part of basketball if you're in high school and college. If you played my high school team in a zone, we were trying to score 100. I watched pros know not how to attack a zone, i.e., Jimmy Butler. I watched him not know how to attack a zone. I watched him. And that's the, if you ever played any kind of organized basketball, and if you're an offensive player, a zone is funny to you. I used to light zones up. It's like turning on a light in the morning. It's, there, it's nothing. But that shows you where the basketball IQ is. They, they're they pros. And they didn't know how to attack a zone. They don't know how to attack a zone. And then these media pundits. Wanting stars to leave. You have to ask yourself why. Why, why do they want the stars to leave? I'll tell you why. So they can control the narrative. Is either going to be a train wreck, or even if they succeed, it's not good enough, or it's going to be all kind of backlash for whatever reason. Case in point, a la like Kevin Durant. I will tell you right now, Kevin Durant gave OKC eight years. He signed a second contract with OKC, but nobody seems to want to remember that. Nobody seems to want, and he would have. In my mind, he would have went back to OKC. Or if he could have went to a host of other teams to uh, make them credible or give them a championship shot. They said, oh, he went to Golden State to take the easy route out. Well, he been, he was in OKC for eight years. In the, in the West, when the West was the West, when it was real hooping going on. So he didn't owe anybody an expectation. And he did not recruit Golden State. They recruited him. He went there. He won two championships. Then all of a sudden, he's not a leader. It wasn't his team. Well, who was that guy killing LeBron James if that wasn't him? But he's not a leader. Steph hasn't been the vote. Last year was the first time he ever said anything as far as going to the championship, but it's okay for him. So why are you trying to make these guys leave? Because they want to control the narrative. They want these stories that don't mean nothing that has nothing to do with basketball. They're killing the sport. They're killing the sport. And they know it to some extent. And like I said, when the Euros have taken over everything, don't say I didn't warn you. Now we're going to run through these <clears throat> these teams real quick. Like I said, there's got to be a lot of more moves to be made in the NBA. Because the, as is, I'm, some of these teams, I just can't see how they're going to make it. Okay, we're going to start with the Atlantic Division. First, Boston. Boston traded Marcus Smart. They lost the heart and soul of their team. Like I said, Marcus Smart's the only guy on that team that never gave up. Jason Tatum gave up. Jalen Brown gave up. The coaches gave up. Him and Al Horford. So I don't know what Horford's uh, role is going to be now with Porzingis there, but he's probably not going to be starting. But they gave away the heart and soul of their team. Casper... A.K.A. Jason Tatum, you better show up, brother, or you're going to be next. Then we got Brooklyn. If they don't get a star in Brooklyn, there's no need to even talk about them. And why does the GM still have a job? Because nobody's coming there. Nobody's coming there, not unless there's a trade going on. Like I said, no, it can't be just what it is right now. Because a team like Brooklyn, without some trades, they're not even going to be middle of the pack next year. Then you got the Knicks. Tom Thibodeau doesn't have a clue. He hasn't had a clue every stop he's been at. Him and Obi Toppin getting into it, so he guess he's gonna ship Obi out of town. In contract negotiation with Josh Hart, like he's a superstar. Man, those those 19, 80 early 90 teams he's trying to build, he can't do it. And I, if he brings in the players that he wants. I hate to see how it's going to go. He uh, didn't sign. We uh, signed Derrick Rose. But I think they'll they'll bring him back at a lower cost. But still. Thibodeau doesn't have a clue. Good luck Nick fans. Toronto. If Siakam and Van Vleet leave. Just call it a repeal. Why else do you think Nick Nurse bounced? Moving on to the Central. The Bulls. No Lonzo Ball. If they don't get some free agents in there, they might as well, might as well start rebuilding also. Zach Levine, like I mm-hmm. said, great mm-hmm. talent. Mm-hmm. Too inconsistent. Too inconsistent. You got the Cavaliers. Mobley has to show up. Amani Bates is not going to be the savior for them because of his attitude. If they can rein him in and, and, let, and if he lets himself be coached, he may stay in the league. Other than that, I see him playing overseas or out of the league in two or three years. The Pistons, if the Pistons buy in the Monty Williams system, they're gonna be a problem. They're gonna be a big problem. And people are acting like they don't see coming. See them coming. I tell you what, go to the NBA and look up their roster. They're gonna be if they buy in the Monty system, they are going to be a problem. They are too deep at every position. And Wiseman, who finally got a team that could use his talents, is in the Motor City. He's going to show Golden State what he could have been if the offense had been built around him. But, of course, that was never going to happen. The Pacers, the jury's out. Nobody knows who what they have or who they have other than Tyler Halliburton, and I don't know. So, we're going to have to wait and see on them. The Bucks. The Bucks are still going to be the team to beat as long as they got Giannis. Everybody's intact, even if they leave, lose Chris Middleton, they're still going to be good. In the Southeast, you got the Atlanta Hawks. They need to figure out if they're going to trade, trade or keep them, or whatever. They need to get rid of Collins. He's not helping them at all. The Hornets, Jordan's exit is going to be it's the same outcome. They're still rebuilding. Even LaMelo's the only star they got, and I look for him to be wanting to move on sooner than later. Or they use him as trade bait. The Heat, as we all know now, Jimmy is not a number one. He's not a franchise guy. And all I got to say to that is, I told you. That's it. Orlando, they coming. Another young team. I don't know much about the coach, but they have talent galore. They coming. The Wizards, they got pool now. He gets to put up numbers. But they're a lottery team. They're a lottery team. Then we moving out to the Western Conference with the Denver. Denver, Joker will be exposed next year. They're going to be middle of the pack team. Yeah, I said it. Call me on it next year. The T-Wolves, Rudy Gobert was a, was a mistake. And Cat need to get out of town. He's talking about... Uh, he wants a new, new scenery and all that. They need to get rid of both of them. Uh, OKC, Sam Presti is the best GM in the business. Nobody finds talent like OKC, and they are loaded. Once again, they they two to three deep in every position. So we're gonna see how that pans out. Shea Gillis Alexander is gonna be that dude this year. Watch Portland. Doesn't matter if Dame stays or goes, lot of the team. Utah, they need to make a splash of free agency. They're gonna be where they were this year without any moves. In the Southwest, you got Dallas. They must sign Kyrie back. And Kyrie Kyrie need to go ahead and take the deal because nobody. He's not going to the Lakers. He's not going to Phoenix. Although I wish he would. The money he wants, the only people who that can give him that money is Dallas. The Rockets, the youth movement doesn't mean wins. Uh, Ume's got to get these guys to buy in. And I think they will to a certain point. I think they'll make an improvement, but I still don't really see them as a playoff team. Maybe, but we'll see at gel. The Grizzlies, Marcus Smart was the best thing that ever happened to John Morant. If he's willing to listen. Marcus Smart is a consummate pro, he's going to show him how to be a pro. You know, all that other stuff. He's going to let job ja be job, ja, but in the professional realm. Let's just hope the young man listens. And the Pelicans, is all about the Zion decision. Uh, this man needs to take control. If he's going to stay there and be the face of the franchise, you got to stop hiding behind his stepfather. You got to stop hiding behind the franchise and get in front of the camera and say it like it is. That's all. The Spurs... Uh, Victor is not going to be the savior this year. He's probably not going to be the savior next year. We'll see how he develops. But uh, I don't think he's going to make that big of an impact uh, this year, although being the number one pick. Like I said, he played in the French League. It's one of the weakest leagues in uh, basketball overseas. He put up 22 points. That was admirable. But I see him at 16, 8, and uh, 8 as a rookie. But we'll see. Finally in the Pacific got the Golden state warriors like i said it's all over but the crime cb3 is a mistake doesn't fit just like wiseman there got to be more moves to come if not like i said they didn't get better with this trade they got older they got smaller and we'll see if draymond comes back if he's smart he will not for 35 million clippers uh They're talking about trading Paul George. If you trade Paul George, you might as well just call it a rebuild. Kawhi's health is still in question. They've got some young pieces. I'd bring Russ in. I'd keep Russ. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen. They're building that new stadium. So we'll see how it goes. But trading Paul George is not the answer. Lakers, the Lakers have no chance until LeBron plays off the ball or they take him out being a number one option. They keep saying it has to be Anthony Davis. Well, play like it has to be Anthony Davis. Because you haven't yet. And you won't get anything done until you do. Whether he's hurt or not. LeBron has to be the second or third option. Not number one. And for God's sakes, get the ball out of his hands. The Suns, the Bill trade, didn't help them. Bradley Beal. And Devin Booker plays the same position. Bradley can't play the point; he throws the ball away too much. And Devin forces the action too much. So, they need to get a bench and figure out what they're gonna do with those two. And then the Kings. The Kings are coming. Draymond will be a good fit there because it's the same. It's the same system that the Golden State runs. But uh, they're gonna have to get some free, some uh, help in free agency, some bonus. Oh, showed himself to be a coward in the playoffs. So they're gonna look at him. He was up due for a contract extension. They may want to hold on that. That's all I have for NBA and my soapbox. Lastly, I'm gonna uh, update you on Major League Baseball. The divisions: AL East, uh, Tampa Bay, four and four and a half games over the Orioles. The Yankees are nine and a half back. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Judge still has a sword, a bad toe. In the Central, the Twins the two games. Uh, the Twins are in, in the uh top of the division. Cleveland is two games back. And then we have the West, the Rangers five and a half games up on the Astros. The Angels are six back. Otani's been on a tear. In the NL East, the Braves are six games up on the, the Marlins. In the NL Central. The Reds finally taking over first place, but only by half a game over the Brewers. And in the NL West, Arizona is two and a half games up on the Giants. The Dodgers are three back, and the multi-talented Padres are nine and a half back. Say it ain't so. Well, that's all I pretty much have for, no matter, for Monday. I'm going to give a couple shout outs. First, I want to shout out my boy, Dwayne Davis, a.k.a. Black Jesus, who had a birthday this weekend. Uh, and then I also have my two cousins. I had two cousins on the same day, mm-hmm. my cousin Miles and my cousin Ariel, a.k.a. the fake Sandra. Inside joke, you know what it is. Love y'all. Uh, once again, I'm glad to be back. It's your boy, OG, and I'm O-U-T.